0: Keeping up with the Joneses AJ Jones Yes sir How the heck are you?
1: I'm so good (laughs) This feels so weird It feels kind of great
0: Podcasting is not like riding a bike No They say that, you know Well, you know the metaphor I'm trying to go for But I feel so weird And part of that is because we are in a brand new studio Yes I am conscious that there's a bunch of cameras around me
1: Yes, three to be precise I'm
0: conscious about how stinking large i look on camera
1: <laughs> well we're working on that well they say the camera adds 10 pounds so uh-huh. three cameras i had 30 pounds
0: <laughs> and we just had thanksgiving
1: your math is pretty interesting right there no
0: i'm i'm like going by visual oh okay yeah visual accumulation yeah the other thing is it's quite cold in our basement so when i speak to you the warmth from the breath of my air steams on my glasses so next That's time so funny. next time we record we'll just go contact lenses
1: yes mm.
0: so we're, we're, we're recording this black friday yes the day after thanksgiving yep and we're completely aware that we have not been on the air since april
1: yes we've it's been a very very long break
0: yeah and we'll talk a little bit about the reasons for being off the air towards the end of it and so we're having dinner with our family yesterday for thanksgiving and I thought it would be fun to get something out so that people who are driving back from Thanksgiving, holiday, maybe vacation with their family. Is it called vacation if you're with your family?
1: <laughs> Depends on your family, okay. I suppose.
0: <laughs> so people who are driving home from being, being with their, with their family, family would have something to listen to. Because yeah. one of the things I've really appreciated in these last couple of months is everybody who leaves comments or reaches out to us via text or Twitter or wherever saying, when's the podcast coming back?
1: Yes. Lots of people. It's a regular question, weekly.
0: And so, while we're not completely back, we're back a little bit. We're back with you today to accompany you on your transportation home. And maybe you're not listening to this coming home. Maybe you're just commuting to work or whatever. But we're back for this episode, and our dulcet tones are in your ears. Yes. So, AJ Jones. Yes. With Thanksgiving, we had this interesting conversation with our kids where we realized we're not Americans yet.
1: No, we will be soon, though.
0: God willing. Yes. And because of that well, talk to me about the difference between Canadian and American Thanksgiving. I wasn't in Canada long enough, but here's my observation. It feels like Americans make more of a deal about their Thanksgiving than Canadians do. Not a competition between these two amazing <laughs> and equally wonderful countries <laughs> Wait, in North are America. You worried?
1: <laughs> Slightly worried. Well, it is different. Um well, the harvest comes in earlier in the north, so it's in October instead of November, because it is like a celebration of
0: the harvest. That wasn't the difference I noticed.
1: <laughs> and it's similar food, except that we don't overcook all of our vegetables in Canada. Other than that, the celebration part of it is way bigger down here. Yes, it is. Everything, though, is bigger down here. Like it
0: feels we like celebrate everything. Thanksgiving is a dry run for Christmas without presents.
1: It feels like it's like the first day of the Christmas holidays. Like everybody gets all their, you know, decorations out and it's, yeah.
0: But just being with friends, I noticed that they make a huge effort. Like they make as big an effort to be together as a family on Thanksgiving as they do perhaps at Christmas.
1: Yes, but I would say Canadians do that as well.
0: Okay, that's maybe the part I wasn't aware of.
1: Yes, it's a a family holiday. Yeah,
0: a lot of my friends in Canada were international, so maybe I've not got the best sample.
1: Yeah. No, Canadians would still get together. We just have Thanksgiving usually on a Sunday, and you have the Monday off. So you'd have it, I guess, either the Sunday or the Monday of Thanksgiving. Yeah. All right, so Thanksgiving,
0: our kids, we're not American yet. Our kids are Americanized. They've only ever known America, really.
1: Well, and two two of our kids are American.
0: True. And so they go to school. They're aware, I guess, from the climate of everybody else excited about Thanksgiving. And so they came to us and said, why don't we do anything on Thanksgiving? <laughs> and I was like, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> so they're like, can we do something on Thanksgiving? So we sat down with them and said, wouldn't it be fun because we're brand new Americans soon to be. Let's create some Thanksgiving traditions. So I thought we'd start there and then we'd talk about what we're thankful for. But now commercial break. Why drink water?
1: Can't you just edit out the drinking of water or are we just trying to have a commercial break? <laughs>
0: I have no product to advertise, so (laughs) it was just the silence. We were talking to our kids, and we wanted to come up with our family traditions for Thanksgiving. What did we come up with?
1: Um, Well, it seemed important to MJ that we have a feast, so we couldn't just have a normal dinner. It needed to be feast-like. And boy, was it feast. We did feast. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Talk to us about your despising of turkeys.
1: Well, I don't feel good after I eat turkey. I never do. I never have. So I don't love turkey. It dries out. It's hard to make it actually taste better than chicken because it doesn't. And then it makes me feel yucky. So I would just rather do chickens.
0: When was the last time you had turkey? Because maybe it was a food intolerance or an allergy and maybe you're over it. I don't want to check.
1: It's not a nice meat. It doesn't even matter.
0: (laughs) This is part of the problem we have in creating an authentic... American Thanksgiving meal. So we did two roast chickens instead. We did. We did sweet potato casserole, which was literally dessert.
1: It, it is, yes. Sweet potato,
0: cinnamon, marshmallow. Butter. Butter. Oh, it was delicious.
1: Uh, sugar.
0: Basically all the carbs. Because yes. we had sweet potato, mashed potatoes, twice fried baked potatoes or whatever yeah, they would smashed, be called, like smashed, totally smashed up potatoes. then we had, you made biscuits. I did. It shocked, shocked me. You made biscuits. We had gravy, we had green beans, we had, what are those bitter cabbages?
1: Um, Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. Corn.
0: Corn with cayenne pepper Mm -hmm. and broccoli. Mm -hmm. Two roast chickens and a partridge in a pear tree.
1: And gravy. The only thing that's important is the gravy. That's why I make all of the food.
0: But the other thing (laughs) I lobbied for, which was received exceptionally well, which albeit I learned from my barber, he said that in their family they do uh, Mexican food every other year So next year for Thanksgiving We'll do a Mexican feast Where we'll make all of our own Mexican food Because you do a killer salsa Guacamole I want to make um, enchiladas Because they're my favorite okay. um, Tia wants brisket So we'll do maybe some corn asada Tacos MG will just eat anything I think that's going to be a great that's thing good. Are sure. you excited about that? No but Why? Because it
1: doesn't feel thanksgiving Nothing thanksgiving is thanksgiving me. We're
0: brand new to this glorious No, nation. that's
1: not true. There are foods that are associated with Thanksgiving. We like Googled turkey. it. turkey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or chicken, like which is chicken turkey's <laughs> better-tasting <testing, laughs> younger brother.
0: <laughs> I, I love how you're happy to deviate <laughs> from the traditional <laughs> meat of Thanksgiving. But you're still
1: having a fowl, a bird, yeah, well, we'll that is roasted. Tacos.
0: We'll do roast chicken.
1: No, you just said brisket. You can't turn it back. You said <laughs> carne asada, and
0: then some sort of strange. I'm fine to do chicken tacos as well. I'll do chicken enchiladas, pulled chicken. Mm. It's not
1: the same. But. Remember we we Googled it, and it said you have to have green beans and corn and mashed potato. Like there's certain things that are Thanksgiving. We foods. can
0: incorporate, like instead of green beans, have avocado. They're both green. It'll be fine. With I have nice concerns. Year. Then our kids wanted us to put up Christmas decorations, but it's just too much hassle. So we said we would put up Christmas decorations today.
1: I cooked for four hours. I was like, I'm not putting up Christmas decorations today.
0: (laughs) Done. What else did they want as their tradition? We did the whole go around the table to say what you're thankful for. Yes,
1: which is very cute.
0: And then what else? Oh, we watched Home Alone.
1: We did, and we had apple pie. They wanted to make sure we got to have pie. Yes,
0: they wanted pie.
1: And none of my weird children actually liked pumpkin pie, which makes me sad.
0: I don't like pumpkin pie. Oh,
1: I what? love pumpkin pie.
0: You know what else is delicious? <laughs> oh,
1: turkey. <laughs> now, what were you <laughs> like going to say?
0: Onion pie. Ah, mm, shut mm, mm, up. <laughs> leek pie. That's delicious, too.
1: Pumpkin pie is different. It's sweet. Lovely. My grandmother used to make the best pumpkin pie.
0: Mm-hmm. True. Apple pie or nothing. Oh. Apple pie know. is like pumpkin pie's better looking younger brother. <laughs> Anyway, we're—I th- was really touched yesterday as we we're going around. What are we thankful for? And I thought I'd kickstart off some feel-good feelings by talking about what are you thankful for, AJ Jones?
1: What am I thankful for? I'm thankful for tons of things. I'm obviously um, thankful that I have you.
0: Yeah, that's right. Let's talk more about me.
1: You wonderful, handsome Scottish piece of engineering. You. <laughs> I'm thankful for three wonderful children. I'm thankful for, you know, where we live, like Franklin, Tennessee. I love it. I love, I love our church. I love our jobs. I mean, I could probably go on and on and on.
0: Well, that's the point of this episode, oh. so, so do. Oh, do go on and yeah, on. Yeah, because if you just summarize, this will oh. be a very short episode.
1: Oh, I got you. Um, I am thankful for Jeff and Becky, who we get to work for and be friends with.
0: Um, do you want to talk a little bit about the marriage retreat that we went on? And what the marriage, the leaders of the marriage retreat said to us about Jeff and Becky?
1: Um, you'd probably have to say that because I can't specifically remember. You remember the specific wording I do. of it,
0: but all right. Well, why don't I tell that story? Yeah,
1: why don't you tell that story? Thanks for
0: setting that up so <laughs> You're well. You're so welcome. So, AJ and I went away on a marriage retreat earlier this year, and uh, at the end of the week, we're talking to the facilitators, and we're talking about marriages. We're talking that this is what they do uh, several times a year. They're 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 pastors normally, but on this for several weeks of the year, they lead these marriage retreats. And and they were commenting on the state of marriages in ministry across America, and I was kind of alarmed by some of the statistics that they were sharing. Terrifying. Yeah, and I was just saying, oh, we just don't see that in our culture. And they said, well, we've been watching you all week. You need to go home, and you need to thank your senior pastors for the culture that they've created that promotes health, that prioritizes marriage, and... Because, you know, what we see in you and what you talk about in the culture that you have in your church is is largely unheard of. Right. And it just got me thinking about the, like we often have people come and visit Grace Center and ask us how, you know, how we do what we do. And really the, the large answer to that is that Jeff and Becky have prioritized certain things in our culture that has produced incredible benefits of which we are recipients of. Yeah. So things like, prioritizing your family over ministry is really important. Prioritizing God over ministry, um, placing a high value on not having to have everything right. So you're allowed to make mistakes is huge. Yeah. Placing a high value on getting your hearts healed, which is really, really beautiful. Yeah. And all of that just creates a culture where like, I love, I love my job.
1: Yeah, I do too. I don't, I mean, I don't want to do anything else. You know, I love that I get to get up in the morning and go do
0: that. Right. But I could think of doing our jobs in other climates and it makes me shiver.
1: I totally agree.
0: I don't mean like weather climates. I just mean different right. corporate cultures. <laughs> yes. So hugely, hugely thankful. I don't want to interrupt your flow. What else are you thankful for?
1: Um, I'm thankful for my friends. I'm I'm you know, we've been here eleven years now and I still have you know, good friends from Toronto that I'm still really connected with and have rich relationship with, but now I have good friends here too, and uh, yeah, I'm just super thankful that I can have some real, authentic relationship. And what are you thankful for, babe?
0: I'm thankful for everything that you said. I, I'm not trying to, I'm trying to avoid being r- repetitious. Yeah, and but you know, I'm deeply thankful for our marriage. I'm, I'm. Deeply thankful for the fact that you absolutely love me. I feel like you love me. It's not a fact. It's something that we enjoy. We were talking to the kids yesterday about how do you know that Daddy loves Mommy? How do you know that Mommy (laughs) loves Daddy? Like, what (laughs) are the things they do? Their observations were adorable. But I love our marriage. Apparently,
1: we kiss and cuddle a lot.
0: Apparently, we have date night. That's one of the ways that they know that we love each other. Yeah. Then MJ has got a spectacular description of how babies are made.
1: Let's we'll spare you.
0: <laughs> I need to get him on and get him to explain it. We we went we took the kids to the doctors a couple of days ago for their annual physicals and the conversation that my son had with his physician. Good job that they know us really, really well. Yeah. But I was like, Okay, that is one confident boy <laughs> about his it, shaky knowledge on the facts of life. So funny. But yeah, I'm super thankful for our, our marriage. I am I just love you. I love that you're phenomenal. I love that you're so patient with me.
1: I am, aren't I? You
0: really are. (laughs) Like, I think anybody who knows me, you know, must give you silent rounds of applause every time I leave the room. I mean,
1: sometimes it's not even silent. It's just amazing. No, just kidding.
0: (laughs) Same thing as you. Like, I'm super grateful for a job. I've really been enjoying. I, I always enjoy teaching, but I've really enjoyed this year being with our students in SOSL, which I love, I, you know, I, I love every year. But yeah, There's something amazing. about this year where even in the summer I began to get excited about meeting the students in the fall, and I've loved being with our students. They're just a great group, whether it's first, second, or third year.
1: I think I've noticed that I, I think I fall in love with each class, and I think, ah, oh, this is like I'm never going to love another class like this, you know, just the different dynamics and whatever, and then each year you – fall in love again with this new group of eager students you know it's it's pretty awesome
0: yeah it is funny how each year differs the personalities that you know you've got individual students that make up a collective feel of how the the class feels and that i you know i don't know i'm I'm super hungry um to be with the students i love being with them i love hearing what they have to say i love i've really loved these last couple of weeks that i've been teaching so good Then I said this yesterday. I'm really grateful for the two-year journey, probably, that I've been on with an organization here called Sage Hill. I've really, really enjoyed the process. We talked about this a couple of um, episodes ago, but I've really enjoyed the process of therapy. Yeah. I think that has been one of my most rewarding experiences of doing therapy for me.
1: You've done it for you, but it's caused an effect on all of us.
0: Yeah. And that has been amazing. And, that, and I love that. I didn't go for anybody else. I no, went, I know. I went yeah, for yeah, me yeah. and got hungry for me. And and then really the, the process of the therapy doesn't allow you really to do it for anybody else. Because if you start moving away from you, either your therapist or in the case of doing group therapy, your group will be like, uh, could you stay talking about you? And I've loved that. I think I've. I, I was out earlier this week and I was commenting how much I. True story, how much I genuinely love being with people and hearing their stories. Yeah. Which has not always been the case. That's true. I have loved being with some people and hearing some of their stories, but now I feel like an equal opportunity lover of all people's journeys? Question mark? Does that. Yeah. I'm not trying to be too extravagant, but that. No, that true. feels real, yeah. And I, I, you know, I love that process. I think what I'd love to do is step back and think about what I've learned in therapy. Like, so right now I'm just reaping the benefits of therapy. I think I'd like to step outside a little bit and look at how I've learned or, or you know, how I got to the benefits of that. I know a high contemplator <laughs> wants to think about the process <laughs> even more.
1: Oh, goody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anything else you're thankful for?
1: I'm I'm thankful for lots, babe. I just feel, I feel like I get up every morning and I think, wow, Lord, this is my life and I love it and thank you so much, you know. Yeah.
0: I hate the buzz on the line. Can you hear the buzz?
1: Mm-hmm. Can you just be thankful for the buzz on the line?
0: <laughs> I'm thankful I have a piece of software that will remove the audio buzz that uh-huh. I can hear in my headphones that I have spent hours tracking down and can't. So I'm just going to isolate it in post-production. So I'm grateful for really, really clever software engineers and audio engineers who write software to make my life a lot easier.
1: Hey, I'm thankful that you've spent the amount of hours that you have down here so that we can start doing a podcast again.
0: Yeah, let's talk a little bit. Thank you. I I hear that. And uh, I was not alone. I'm very grateful for the really smart people that God's put in our community to help me. so good. I'm looking at you, Cooper Allen. I'm looking at you, Chris Law. Thank you for all the hours that you spent trying to tweak everything. Huh. Um, but let's talk a little bit about, we haven't been on the air since April. Yes. And so let's talk a little bit about what happened there.
1: Well, I think originally we just realized we had just too much on our plate and we were both exhausted.
0: Well, we didn't realize that because we suck at identifying. Well, that's things. true.
1: Somebody, Jeff identified. And Shannon. <laughs> that we needed to have a little break. Yeah.
0: <laughs> We had some dear friends who just came to us and were like, ah, hey, help me out with this. And I remember Jeff specifically and Shannon specifically sitting down going, okay, you guys look a little worn out. And probably the last thing that we're good at is assessing how we're doing. Yeah. In we'll just real keep time.
1: running as hard as we can. Yeah.
0: And so Jeff challenged us as like, what can you stop or what can you minimize? Which was slightly funny because it was the busiest work season, maybe since we've moved to Tennessee. Yeah. We're
1: like, J- well, or we could clone ourselves. That might be more realistic. I
0: remember saying, which part of my job would you not like me to do? <laughs> <laughs> and then we realized one of the, one of the, so historically the way we've podcasted is we haven't done a video podcast. We have done a podcast in our upstairs, in a, a studio, an office upstairs. Mm-hmm. And we spent an awful lot of hours, many, many, many hours to get the room right, to get acoustic treatment right, where we could just sit down out the laptop, hit record, and everything was set up, ready to go, and then we would uh, yes. record a podcast. Yes. And the time between starting to record a podcast and uploading it was probably about four, maybe sometimes five hours worth of work. And so usually that would be Sunday, about 7 o'clock, we'd sit down and record, and somewhere about midnight, um, sometimes 1 o'clock, I'd upload a podcast so it was ready for Monday. And largely that was doable. That, I, it was enjoyable. We loved this whole Yes, except
1: that you're getting almost no sleep right before going into teaching on a Monday. Uh, Yeah,
0: very big week. And so we did that for almost 200 and something episodes straight. Yes. And the story behind us starting podcasting is for another time. But one of the things that we originally felt God asked us to do was do video work. Yes. But we don't know how to do video work. No. So we started with audio and thought, we'll build from there. Yeah. But then we thought, okay, well, actually, we need to start doing video work. And so... I tried to apply the same principle. Like, when we started podcasting, we knew nothing. We didn't know the difference between a condenser and a dynamic microphone.
1: I'd like to say I <laughs> still don't, but <laughs> I don't have to. I just sit here and talk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we didn't know anything. And, yeah. you you know, the fastest way to learn to do something is to do something and refine. And the benefit of podcasting every single week was it got easier. It was easier to be ourselves on the microphones. It was easier Production wise, all of that got easier because we were doing it every week. Sure. So when it came to video, we were thinking, we have to, you know, you have to jump in somewhere. You'll never get good at doing video work unless you do video work. Right. And so that introduced a bunch of challenges. Yes. The first is, we didn't have a clue what we're doing with video. No. And it's far harder to fake video than it is audio. There's so much more stuff to consider. Yeah. Just, unbelievable amounts of things that i'd never even considered like lighting color of light white balance uh synchronization between audio and video um multiple i still haven't considered angles, those things <laughs> oh, just huge amounts of things yeah and so what we did is we built a video studio and the idea was that instead of recording upstairs in our studio we'd record downstairs in this kind of purpose-built video studio video studio sounds way glamorous it's in our unfinished basement yeah we've taken over a corner (laughs) and like right now i'm sitting in front of turd brown velour (laughs) drape
1: yeah and you know overhead is that pink uh
0: insulation insulation
1: that's like hanging down and you know so so we're working towards video studio. studio
0: sure but and what we thought is, well, we'll just take our normal podcast process and just move it downstairs, add a couple of cameras, and it should be simple. Except I'm either, I think I'm kind of blessed with. No, I was going to say, <laughs> I count it as a blessing. I have fairly, how would you say rigorous rigorous standards. standards. <laughs> I want things to be done well. Yes, and the quality of audio. So
1: you have a high value on excellence.
0: I really do. Yes. So the rich, caramelly audio that you hear in my voice is because the microphone that I'm speaking into is about three inches away from my mouth, right? And the microphones we're using are really good quality, radio quality microphones. What are you looking at yours?
1: It's not three inches. It's much less than that.
0: Okay, two inches. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. I'm looking Details. At, I'm Details. looking at the monitor over
0: there and I'm like, I don't, you know, hmm. I'm, I'm a metric person. Okay. So when we switch to doing... Wait,
1: how many uh, centimeters would that yeah, be then?
0: I <laughs> couldn't let it lie.
1: Okay, sorry, metric person. Go ahead.
0: Thank you. <laughs> Anyway, needless to say, switching to an audio where now you have to consider video, like it doesn't look good to have microphones in front of people. Ironically, this is what we've gone back to. <laughs> so we had these really nice mics to pick up our audio. Yeah. But because the vast majority of our audience are listening to our podcast as an audio podcast, not a video podcast. Right. We were sacrificing audio. Sound. Like yeah. Good sound. Sound quality. Yeah. Um. And I just wasn't happy with that. And so it took hours and hours and hours to try and, in post-production, get the audio sounding as good as it does now. And then after like several weeks of that, I thought, this is ridiculous. Let's just move to using the microphones we're currently using, which looks less good on video. But right now we're not doing a show per se. We're just doing a podcast. And so there's enough people on YouTube who are doing this and it works out really, really well. Okay. Do anyway, they have their
1: headphones on still? Yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: they do. And the reason you need your headphones on is so that you know when you've done
1: this. Yeah, so you can hear when you go off access.
0: Right, and so when we have guests in, it helps as well. So anyway, all that is a long way of explaining that one of the reasons we've been off the air is we have been spending months trying to get um, video and audio quality that we're happy with. And don't, don't even get me started with things called LUTs and camera color, and camera grading.
1: Oh, I won't. Okay. Yeah. Well, funny you should mention that.
0: <laughs> the whole point in saying that is what turned out to be a, let's say, a four hour return on investment, like mm-hmm. each episode takes four hours, was getting up between like 10 and 15 hours. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't find that in our week to do that. And, you know, I want to have it on a weekly schedule. And so we couldn't do that. So that kind of went by the wayside. Till I could find some people who could help me, and so part of the reason we're doing this is we've rebuilt the studio, yeah, we've invested in some different technology, and we're gonna try our hand at like how how quickly can we do turnaround on video podcasts, yes, to get things out on a regular schedule
1: right so but, we're 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 checking the feasibility mm-hmm. with this wonderful thanksgiving podcast,
0: so one of the reasons we stopped podcasting was. Our, our boss and our close friends were like, okay, you need to slow down a little bit. Yes. And that's because also we started three services at Grey Centre. So behind the scenes, a lot of this year has been some of the busiest time at Grey Centre. Yes.
1: Amazing, but Amazing, so busy.
0: But it's required an awful lot of energy right. and time, yeah. which we haven't been able to devote to podcasting. Then there's part of it is my... um desire for things to be done well, mm-hmm. which slows down the process. And then part of it is I'm, I'm maybe a little self-conscious that it feels like we've already talked about everything we already know. We have over 200 episodes. And right. I'm like, is there really a demand for us to talk about stuff we've already talked about again? Right. And I guess so maybe question mark, because when I think about most of the people who I listen to on podcasts is they're just talking again and again and again about the same things. Like Dave Ramsey's still talking about how to get people out of debt.
1: Right. And that's why you're listening to him.
0: Right. He's still talking about like the seven baby steps. He's still talking about this, that, the next thing. Yeah. So maybe that's less of a problem.
1: I wonder if we could do something where we ask for some input on some topics that people would like to hear about as well.
0: Yeah. But when we do that and people ask for input on topics, Lord Jack can point to our back catalog and say, yes, we've talked about that. Right. But maybe we talk but, about it more because we're right. constantly learning about things. Yeah. Here's the thing I have a deep love for this medium, I have a deep love for podcasts. And I have a deep love for video. I wonder what my stats say about how much time I spend on YouTube. Like, I think YouTube <laughs> is just such an amazing. I,
1: I can't even imagine what they say. Babe, shut off your phone and go to bed. <laughs> Babe, shut off your phone. Babe, for the love, go to sleep. He's going to watch one more video. Yeah.
0: See, I've missed this therapeutic part. <laughs> Where you get me to confess my sin in public.
1: Yeah, do you want to admit to anything right now? No, I don't. Do you want to Let's... admit to keeping your wife
0: awake at night? No, I'd rather talk about the five volume of novels that you've been working your way through.
1: At least it's reading. It's not like something where it's keeping you awake at night.
0: Don't you need lights on to read? Listen. Okay. The, the other thing, the other exciting thing is, one of the things that people have been asking about for longer than they should do, is the Finding Father video course. They have. And the reason the Finding Father video course never got finished is...
1: I couldn't do it myself?
0: <laughs> I wasn't, wasn't thrown on you. It was clearly oh, okay. in my camp to do. Okay, right. But just trying to do everything else. So yes. part of the reason that we stopped podcasting was so that I could get the Finding Father video course done. Yes. And I'm pleased to announce, drum roll!
1: I can't feel my hands. I'm so cold. <laughs> oh,
0: pleased to announce that the Finding Father video podcast is done. Yay. It has been beta tested by several of our wonderful patrons. Thank you. So the Finding Father video course is done. AJ Jones, talk to us about the Finding Father video course, where it came about, what it is, and how people can learn more about it.
1: Well, it's the video course that really goes along with the book, but it can be done with or without the book. And so it is all of the teaching, all the father heart teaching that goes along with um you know, the the plan of the book, basically. So each
0: chapter of the book, you're doing a live teaching.
1: Yes. And so there's 12 of them that are about an hour long. Uh, so a it's, lot of it's, material. So it's a deep dive into God's heart for you.
0: Well, the beautiful thing is people get to work through it at their own pace. Yes. It's an e-course, so you just sign up and you can work through it, like I said, at your own pace. Instead of watching 12 hours of video in one sitting, each of the classes are broken down into bite-sized um, chunks of video, yeah. there's there's exercises yeah. that you are leading people through, there's journaling exercises, there's ministry prayers it was all recorded in a beautiful studio with our yes. friend Patricia King down in Phoenix, Arizona and uh, we've, like I said chopped up into bite-sized pieces so that you can work through at your own pace it's ideal for personal study we are working on a teacher's edition of it which um, would be better for people who want to run it as a course but if you've read the book and you're like, man, I would love more revelation on the Father Heart. I'd highly encourage you. As you know, AJ is a phenomenal teacher on finding father.
1: Oh, thanks, babe.
0: Or the whole topic of Father Heart. You're just amazing on that. And if you want to learn more, go to com. That's A-L-Y-N and dot com, And you can learn more about the course there.
1: Yeah, perfect. All right, well. I'm, I'm so happy it's out, babe. I'm really excited about it. I'm that.
0: really happy. It's We haven't launched it publicly, but it is up.
1: So it's up for the podcast listeners. It's up for
0: the podcast listeners. And then probably in January, we'll do a big marketing push and talk about it. But if you would like a sneak preview of it, um, go ahead. Make a great Christmas present for those of you who are thinking about, oh, what am I going to get so-and-so for Christmas? If they've read the book, this is a great addition to it, too. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for joining us on your journey, possibly home from Thanksgiving. Hope it was good and not traumatic. Maybe we need to pray for people.
1: You, I mean, sure. It, you mean a, like tra- trauma, like how much food they ate, or like family trauma, or like a combination of
0: both? I think it's a combination of both. I don't know if it's a, because I don't have an American family, I don't know if it's a trope or a meme. You know, oh, I'm going home for Thanksgiving, it's going to be a nightmare because my brother's going to be there, or my sister-in-law's going to be there, or my great-uncle always gets drunk and talks about, you know, Whatever. I, yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, thank you. Sorry. So, do you want to pray Can, for Continue on. <laughs>
0: I'm just wondering if we need to break off shock and trauma off of people. Father,
1: I thank you for each person that is listening to this podcast today. And Lord, I ask that you would wash us clean of anything we picked up um, through the Thanksgiving hangout with whomever we were with. Anything uh, Anything that discouraged us or anything that sort of stuck to us, Lord, I ask that you would wash it off. And Lord, we thank you for family and for friends and for just the wonderful things that you do through life and community. And Lord, I ask that you would bring healing to every family represented by a person listening today.
0: In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for listening. If you want to watch the video and count how many times I accidentally picked my nose before I was conscious, there was... Cameras here and or, see
1: where he's actually looking when he's supposed to be talking to me.
0: This is weird. I noticed how much I like to like when looking I'm talking all over to you. the
1: place. I'm like, what are we doing? What are we doing here?
0: It's my first time. I can't remember how to
1: do this. Stuff. I'm just so distracted by you. You're just so handsome. I'm just looking straight at you. If so. you
0: want to witness the glory of my silver fox hair, <gasps> it's true, and my beard, yeah, the video is available to our patron subscribers. So if you would like to become a patron. Just go to AJ.com slash subscribe to learn more. From as little as a dollar an episode, you can um, have access to the video as well as the content and help support the show. Um, we'd love to have you. Um, but thanks for tuning in. If you want to let us know, give us any feedback, you can reach out to us on social media or, um, or go to alanaj.com slash feedback and give us some feedback.
1: All right. Have a wonderful day.
0: Thank you so much. God bless. Bye.
1: Faith. Life, communication Tacos and video games Paleo
0: donuts And the kindness of God The things we deal with every day From Franklin, Tennessee They are just like you and me Alan yeah. and AJ oh, yeah. Keeping up with the Joneses Keeping up with the